It's time for Rhema for Today. You Romans 12, 3, now Ephesians 2, 8. By grace are ye saved through faith. So you see, and that not in yourself, it's a gift of God. So you see, if, if, if you don't have faith, or if, if a Christian or a believer doesn't have faith, then they're not saved. So what they need to do is get saved, and that'll, that'll solve this faith problem if you just get them saved. But you see, the truth about the matter is that all believers do have faith, the Bible said so, but they don't recognize it or realize it, and they're not using their faith. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week, we went into the archives and found Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Mountain Moving Faith. This will be a great month of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. I want you, if you have your Bibles, to open them, please, to the 11th chapter of Mark's Gospel. We're going to speak on the subject of faith. You just can't talk on the subject of faith without getting into the 11th chapter of Mark. Because here are the most important words that Jesus ever spoke on the subject of faith. Let's begin to read with the uh, 22nd verse and read down through the 26th verse here. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that you'll receive them, and ye shall have them. And when ye stand praying, forgive if ye have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Now we're speaking to you, as we said, on the subject of faith. And actually what we've done is sort of summed up the most important things on this subject. We used to hold quite uh, lengthy meetings. I'd never accept an invitation for years for less than three weeks. We were hold meetings strictly in churches, or, or far churches. We, we hold meetings in churches sometimes yet, but not uh, always just put our own meeting on. And I'd always, I'd never accept an invitation for less than three weeks, and we'd stay sometimes four, five, six, seven, eight. And I believe one time we stayed nine weeks. With two services a day, you see, five days a week, we'd take Saturday off. And, uh, of course, when you stay that long, anywhere from four to nine weeks, I was just thinking about Brother Belknap's with us here in this meeting, and several years ago in his town where he was pastoring, well, he got more than one church together, and so we went to their town to have a meeting, and we'd run the day services in his church one week, and the night service in the other church, another and then the next week we'd swap out and have the day service in one of the churches, the night service in the other. There's two churches in the city that's cooperating. And we ran for four weeks. Well, of course, when you stay that long, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks, you have plenty of time, you know, to go into detail on the subject of faith. And just sort of turn over every stone, you know, and look under every chip. And, amen. And uh, 
find out, you know, if faith's not working, why isn't it working? We'd call it a faith clinic. But when you're there just a week and you just have six services, well, then what I do is just sort of condense it down, you know, and give it to you sort of in capsule form and give you the most important things. It really takes us seven weeks to go into detail to teach it like it should be taught. But uh, we'll get you headed in the right direction. You, you continue to feed along that line yourself. Now then, notice in this 22nd verse, that Jesus answering saith unto them, that is, unto the disciples, have faith in God. The margin of the King James translation reads that he said, have the faith of God. Another translation reads, in fact, Greek scholars tell us that a literal translation, literally, Jesus actually said, have the God kind of faith. Well, you can readily see that that, I mean, if you didn't know a thing in the world about Greek, if you just read English, you can readily see that that would be a correct translation. For you see, he just demonstrated to them that he had that kind of faith. And then in the 23rd verse, he goes on to describe or to define the God kind of faith. Notice what he said here in this verse. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now you see, that's the, the God kind of faith is the kind of faith that believes in his heart, and then he says with his mouth what he believes in his heart, and Jesus said when that happens, it'll come to pass. Now that's the same kind of faith that God used to create the worlds in the beginning. Because he just simply believed that what he said would come to pass, so he said, let there be an earth, and there was an earth. And he said, let the animals come, and they came. And everything that's here, he created it by just simply speaking it into existence by believing that what he said would come to pass. And then he said it, and it came to pass. Now everything that's here except man came that way. Sun, the moon, the stars. That is the God kind of faith. Now, in the verses prior to the verses we read here, you remember Jesus had spoken to the fig tree. Now, he didn't pray. He just simply said to that tree, no man eat fruit of the hereafter forever. And the Bible says that in the morning as they passed by, that is the disciples along with Jesus, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remember it saith unto him, Master, Behold, the fig tree which thou curseth is withered away. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have the God kind of faith. You see, he just demonstrated that he had that kind of faith. Because, you see, that is the same kind of faith that God used to create the world in the beginning. Now then, he said, Have the God kind of faith. Now, most folks would say, Well, yes, that's, that's what I want. I'm, you know, I'm praying God to give it to me. Well, if that's what you're doing, you're wasting your time. Actually, it'd do, do no more good to pray that God would give you faith than it would be for you to twiddle your thumbs and say, twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. That'd do just as much good. You see, much of our prayers lost motion and wasted time. Because, you see, every believer already has a measure of this kind of faith. Don't have to get it, you've got it, praise God. You have a measure of this God kind of faith. Now, my first thought is this, that this faith is the God kind. 
And every believer already has a measure of that kind of faith. Don't have to get it. Don't have to pray for it. Don't have to fast for it. Don't have to promise to do better and be good to get it. You already have it. Well, now, let's see if we can prove that with the Bible. All right, turn to Romans, the 12th chapter, and the third verse. Romans, chapter 12, verse 3. I say to every man that is among you, now I call your attention to the fact that Paul here is not writing the sinners or the world, but the believers, Christians. I say to every man that's among you, not every man in the world, every man that's among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. I know that's hard for some folks to do, but uh, anyway, that's in the Bible. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now that is every man among you, not every man in the world. Again, you know, uh, someone said, trying to point out contradictions in the Bible, and there really aren't any contradictions in the Bible. You see, if you take verses out of the setting sometimes, it would seem to be, but if you just leave it in the context, you know, Paul now wrote this letter to the Romans, and Paul wrote a letter, well, two letters to the Thessalonians. And in his second letter, he made this statement, all men have not faith. See? Here he said, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, you see, you just take those two statements, reading their part of a verse. They're not even a whole verse of Scripture. Just a part of a verse of Scripture. You take those two out of their setting, and they seem to, you know, contradict. Here one verse said, and the same writer, the Apostle Paul writing, must not be the inspired of God then, must just show up his own human confusion, mustn't it, some folks would say. Here he said in one place, all men have not faith, and the other place said, every man has a measure of faith. But you see, when you read the entire verse, it, it, uh, you can see that in the verse there in Thessalonians, the second Thessalonians that Paul said, speaks here of ungodly men. Deliver us from unreasonable and ungodly men, for all men have not faith. See, he's talking about folks in the world ungodly people, people without God. All men in the world do not have faith. That is, the God kind, they have a natural human faith or a head faith, but they don't have this kind of faith. But all believers do have this kind of faith. Every man among you, you see. I say to every man that's among you, Paul said. Amen. All believers do have faith. Now, Here's where a lot of believers make a mistake. Say, well, that's my trouble. I don't have any faith. You know what I always say to them? I always say to them, well, why don't you get saved then? Because you see, saved people do have faith because you can't be saved without faith. Because my next verse here that will prove that all believers have faith, you turn to Ephesians 2nd chapter and 8th verse. See, Romans 12, 3. Now Ephesians 2, 8. By grace are ye saved through faith. So you see, and that not of yourself, it's a gift of God. So you see, if, if, if you don't have faith, or if, if a Christian or a believer doesn't have faith, then they're not saved. So what they need to do is get saved, and that'll, that'll solve this faith problem, if you just get them saved. But you see, the truth about the matter is that all believers do have faith, the Bible said so, but they don't recognize it or realize it 
and they're not using their faith. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with three CDs from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Casting Your Cares Upon the Lord. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the three CD series, Keeping Stress from Becoming Distress. And the mini book from Kenneth E. Hagan, How to Turn Your Faith Loose. All this for the special price of $28. That's $19.95 off the retail price. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We have created a new category at Rama.org. Rama mm-hmm. It's called Timeless Teaching, and it's his teachings, audio and video teachings. He does such a great job of teaching these, and yes. they're available for you. Here a while back, we ran one of these in one of our Rama Praise programs, and many people really like. So we thought, well, hey, here, and so they're there. Mm-hmm. If you want to see them and hear them, just go there to Rama.org. Call one 888 Faith 99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Mountain Moving Faith. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.